0: You're listening to episode ninety-five on "When Nothing Seems to Work" with Lisa Osteen Comas. Welcome to Better. I'm April Simons, and you're listening to the podcast that is all about being better in every aspect of your life. Every week, you'll be inspired to live to your fullest potential. If you want to think better, live better, have a better outlook on life, and be better today than you were yesterday then keep listening. This podcast is just for you. Have you ever prayed and nothing changed? Have you ever believed God for something and never quite received the answer you were expecting? Today, I'm excited to have my sister, Lisa Comas on this episode, answering this question. What do you do when nothing seems to work? Let's listen in to her story. Lisa, if you know her and all of you at Lakewood know her, and she's a great um, preacher. She's probably the most like daddy than any of us. She's got that fire about her. She's she's great. <laughs> and Lisa believed for years to have kids, and she's got amazing kids. But some of you may not know her backstory. And, and the question that I ask for you, Lisa, and is this what to do, what What do you do when nothing seems to work? And I say that about her because I, I remember her telling the story, and she said, "You know, she confessed certain scriptures." So I'm just going to leave that to you and let you tell it.
1: Okay. Well, Kevin and I got married 30 years ago, and uh, we wanted to have children, you know, pretty much right away, and uh, it just wasn't happening, and to, to sort of make a long story short, I went through uh, infertility treatments for like three or four years. I did the shot. I did in vitro. I did actually two surgeries, one major surgery and two like exploratory surgeries and things like that. So I just did so much to do my part because, you know, we got to do what we can do and God will do what we cannot do. And That's so, right. but all through that time, I just had to stand on the word of God, And I had the scriptures. I knew what the word of God said, that he makes the barren woman to keep house and to be a happy mother of children. That children are a reward from God. And I said, God, I know you will not withhold a reward from me if if you promise that. And so, you know, I would walk around our house and I would just say those things all the time because I would be bombarded, you know, with thoughts. You'll never have children, you know, and and, uh, you know, I was getting a little bit older and and so excuse me, anyway, um, I just stood on the word of God, but, you know, there it, there was a time when I just got, I think I just got so tired of the treatments, and the stress was hard on my body, and I all of a sudden started having anxiety attacks. I'd never experienced anxiety before, so in the middle of going through not having kids, now I'm have having anxiety attacks, and, but I would just continue, Father, I thank you, that you're true to your word. And um, so I, you know, I had in my mind, you know, that I would have my own children. And, and we went to the doctor, we were doing the infertility treatment, and he just sort of surprised us and said, you know, I'm sorry, we can't help you anymore. Uh, and he said, I, I think, uh, you know, you just probably need to go see a psychiatrist, because this may, you know, affect your life. And, and so it was such a shock. But Kevin and I walked out of there and he said, Lisa, we've always stood on the word of God. We, we know that God is going to be faithful to us. And so after that, you know, I just, uh, I just began to say, God, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm open to. Mm-hmm. And I knew that Kevin had wanted to adopt, whether we had children or not. Kevin always wanted twins, you know. I can't imagine myself carrying twins. And so anyway, in the midst of all that, standing on the word of God, making my declarations, knowing in my heart, it wasn't just something I was saying. It was knowing in my heart that God wanted us to have children. I did come to this point in my life where I just had this thought and I got on my knees in my bathroom at my home at that time. And I said, God, I have uh, served you all my life. I I know what your word says about having children. I've declared your word, I've prayed your word, I believe your word, but it hasn't happened. And I just want you to know that if I never have kids, I'm gonna be happy. And if I never have kids, I'm gonna serve you with all my heart. And I just want you to know that I don't have to have children to worship you, to be grateful for you, and to, to live my life. You are enough for me. That's good. And, and when I said that, and I told the Lord, I said, I'm not going to ask you about kids anymore from now on. I just, I'm not going to. Well, after that, I just, it's like God just did something in my life. And we got a call from Nancy Alcorn with uh, Mercy Ministries in Nashville, Tennessee. Actually, she's all over the United States, all over the world, but they have homes for troubled girls. And She just said, Lisa, I hope you don't think I'm crazy, but uh, there's this girl, 17 year old girl, that's going to have twin baby girls in the next few months. And she can't find adoptive parents and she has all these qualifications she wants. And she said, I was praying about it. And God said, Call Kevin and Lisa. And she said, Do you have kids yet? Because we had been out of touch. And I said, No, we don't. And uh, she told me all of the details that. They wanted someone that lived in the South, that lived by cousins and extended family, that was involved in a spiritual church, that was in ministry, everything, and mentioned. that had twins in the family. <laughs> so she said, Now the only you didn't thing. Know that a twin. Yeah, oh, and Kevin is a twin, and he always wanted twins. And so usually it skips a generation, you know. Okay. So uh, Nancy said, I, I, I know that you fit all those except, you know, having twins in your family. And I said, Nancy, I, I guess we never told you that Kevin is a twin. And so she just almost went through the roof on that. And so I just told her, you know, I'd never thought much about adopting, but when she called us and told us that, I just thought this is our answer. And and I had told the Lord, I said, I, I need an answer from you before that I need a supernatural answer from you. And so anyway, um, I said, hold those babies for us. I ran down to Kevin who worked at the office and I said, you're not going to believe this twin baby girls. They could be ours, you know? And so we were so excited and and he made me call her back and, and tell her, you know, yes, hold them. I said, I already told her, no, he said, call her back now. And so the bottom line is, uh, in four months we brought home twin baby girls, Catherine and Caroline from the hospital like they were our own. And it was so amazing because, uh, I uh, when we looked at them, I didn't know how it would be since I did not conceive and 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 uh, have the children. But when I looked at the babies in the uh, what do you call that in the little nursery in the hospital, I mean something immediately just came up out of me, and I saw the nurses taking carrying them and uh, taking care of. Them. And I went, give me those babies. They belong to me. I don't want anybody else. That's what came to my spirit, yes. and so it was like God placed this mother, uh, this mother attitude in me right away. Really and um, Kevin said, "Who are who's going to be Catherine and Caroline?" And I said, "I'll know when I see them." And so as soon as I saw them, I thought, "That's Catherine and that's Caroline." And so it was like real supernatural how God did that, and that was a miracle. God evidently just wanted. Catherine Caroline and then Christopher came three three years later. Yeah. So yeah. I believe that that God ordained for me and Kevin to have these children, to have them in our home. He wants them to be a comus I believe he wants them to be a part of the Osteen DNA. Yeah. I believe there there is a reason why they're in our home. And I always say I'm so glad that I didn't have to go through nine months of <laughs> labor and delivery. I got my kids and I got to keep my shape too. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, um, that's good. Uh, and one of our girls is getting married like in a month or so. But you know, let me just say this: I, I, God fulfilled His word for me. He just did it differently yeah. uh, than I expected, and and I think He did it better for me. I just, I just do. And so, uh, you know, there were a lot of things uh, wrong uh, with me. I had some scarring in my uterus and things like that. And so, God knew what was best for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, After all, I had opened a mail bomb, you know, in uh, 1991 that I'm sure caused some problems. But what I was going to say, the word is true. And God gave me, he blessed me. He blessed this barren woman and made me a a mother of, uh, of, of children. But at the same time, I had a friend, Tim and Ruth. And they were going through all the infertility treatments. They were standing on the word of God and they got pregnant and had twins. After years. And so I I say that, don't be discouraged uh, that I didn't have kids. It was God's plan for me. And I love his plan for me. And I see how it was the perfect plan for me. And so I I think sometimes... we desire things and we want it to happen our way. Mm-hmm. But there comes a time we've got to say, God, whatever way you want to do it, yeah. that's just fine with me. His ways are better than ours. Our Sometimes
0: sure. God puts us in a place to receive our miracle, but we don't have the mi- right mindset to receive it. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Daddy used to always say, God is wiser and smarter than we are. That's, that's exactly so
1: right. Okay. And when it seems like, you know, that it's not working, like you said, nothing's happening. I just say keep doing this, the the things you know to do. Mm-hmm. When you don't know what to do, do what you know to do. Yeah, do the right. Yeah. Keep the right attitude. Keep walking in faith. Keep the the word of God coming out of your mouth. Walk in love. You know, just do the things you know to do because every time you do those things, you are taking ground in the spiritual realm right. and you're pushing back the darkness and you're giving God. Uh, Uh, you're putting yourself in the arena for God to move in your behalf. And don't get bitter at God. That's one thing for sure. Don't
2: get bitter at him because he knows what's been. I've seen people that were bitter at God for years. They'd start drinking and doing other things when they ought to be thanking God for what happened. Because Yeah, that's good. Lisa, why don't you uh,
0: just just pray for those? A, A lot of women are in that position right now and just pray as
1: ever as you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for every woman that has a desire to have children. Father, Father, I thank you that your word says in Psalm 103 verse nine, that you make the barren woman to keep house and to be a happy mother of children. And I declare over them that they will get pregnant, Father. They will conceive. And not only that, they will have a wonderful pregnancy, labor and delivery. They will have healthy children. And Father, you will give them more than one child if they desire it in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would correct that anything, anything that needs to be corrected in their womb. And as you did for women of God in the Bible, I pray right now that you would open up their wombs, Father, and that you would cause them to conceive in the name of That's Jesus. I thank you, Father, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit amen. that is present right now, that is opening up wombs, then encouraging ladies. And Father, I thank you that they're going to hear soon that they are pregnant in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. Can amen. I pray a real quick prayer? Yeah,
2: do what you want. Yeah, Father, I pray for those who have lost babies recently, Jesus, had expected to bring them home, but they didn't bring them home. Father, I pray, that you will heal their heart, Father, Mm -hmm. and that soon, Father, 10, 12, 15 months, you'll give them another child, Father, a healthy, happy child to bring home from the hospital. Do it, Father, because you love them and because we ask in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. The reason, April, is because we just had some of our ushers, Mm -hmm. uh, an usher and his wife that expected to bring a baby home that was gonna be beautiful and healthy, had plans, and the baby didn't live. And I want I I prayed for him the other night, but I want people to know that God hasn't forsaken them or Mm -hmm. forgotten them and that He will bring another baby home within a year. Yeah, that's good. Mm